This is Athena Latina from Boomtown Roller Derby in Alaska, and you're listening to Derby Rock. Saved my soul. Happy Friday night to you. Thank you so much for hanging out with you. With ya, with us. Well, you're hanging out with ya too, yeah, you know? Yeah. And ye and ye and ya. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ikes. Ike. Happy Friday. We're hey. here. We're clearly live and in studio. Cause I would have started the show over if we were yeah. recording. But what? hey. My name's Shram. It's those lovely imperfections that everybody loves, right? Is, is that right? Is that why you listen to the show, y'all? There you go. Thank you for hanging out with us, as I mentioned. And believe me, it sounded, it sounded fine. Sure. It was wonderful. Sure. Thank you for your confidence, Cashman. <laughs> How are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. It, uh, yeah, it, uh, you know, um, it is uh, another Friday, and man, they just, they just go by, man. You know, this month is almost over again. Yeah. It's like wow, it's just like last year. You know, last year went in a blank, and now it seems like you know we're. Should you know it's leap year? It is. Yeah, we uh, the 29th is coming up. Uh, uh, it's a Thursday, so mm-hmm. it's like the next. That's two Fridays from now. It'll be March first, but the day before is the 29th. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, it's like you know, funny thing is you don't get paid anymore for working one extra day for the whole year, right? Uh, I don't think so. No, no. Yeah, it's like so. Probably not. Probably not. I don't think so either. But you know, if you're racking up like time based on days, I mean, if you're hourly, I suppose you would. Oh, that's true. That's true. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. So yeah, well, you know, but it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's, every four years we get one of these things. I guess right. That's yeah, how it goes. and not only do we get a leap year this year, but we also get an eclipse. It, you know, it 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 really just goes to show you that time is like completely made up nonsense. It is. That somebody once was like. Well, the sun's directly up in the sky, so it's noon. There we know? go. Yeah. And, it's like, wasn't and, it 365 days ago the weather was the same? Yeah, yeah you know? Right. Something yeah, like that. Right. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's our uh, philosophy there we go. On, uh, on time and space <laughs> and all that Hello. good stuff. Hi, welcome to Derby Rocks. This is a show about roller derby. Oh, we can talk about anything, but yeah. yeah we I mean, do often <laughs> talk about anything sure. as well if it's not roller yeah, derby. If you listened last week, you definitely got a, you got a good view into the world of professional wrestling. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Because that's, that's what everybody else tunes in for, too. <laughs> Probably not, but you know. It, you know. Yeah, but hey, no, how was your Valentine's Day? Uh, I'll talk all about that coming up. Oh, uh, there we go. It was uh, a comedy of errors. Let's just. Oh say. no! I mean, it was full tease, yeah, folks. A little, little tease. Make sure you stick around for the rest of the first segment. We'll get to our weeks, but we are going to uh, have some great guests coming up in the second segment, as we always do. Uh, this week, we are here to talk about the 2024 Dumpster Fire Tournament taking place in what Columbia. I wrote it down. Uh, yeah, Columbia, South Carolina. We're going to have my friends Nightshade and Brickhouse from the Carolina Wrecking Balls. Um, we're going to talk all about their origin stories and talk all about Derby. And, of course, we're going to talk about the upcoming tournament next weekend in Columbia, South Carolina. So that is going to be a fun time. We're going to get both of them on the phone coming up in the second segment. Um you know, Columbia, I drove by it many times because it was on my way when my son was going to college down in Georgia. And sure. so the closest I ever got to it was waving to it, you know, as yeah. I was going right. by. But Fair. it's a major city. It's a major yeah. city in South Carolina. I've uh, The only real place I've ever been in South Carolina is like Myrtle Beach, so I don't have a lot of experience down there. And I'm not going to Dumpster Fire, unfortunately, so I'm still not going to get that experience. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, there's... I don't necessarily think South Carolina is like full of, uh, at least when I think about it, and I could totally be wrong, but I don't think of like huge cities in South Carolina. Not really, no, yeah. But it it is pretty, it looks pretty big from far away. But uh, I know that that, that there was, I remember Rock City was down there for a tournament uh, a couple of times, and I can't remember what it was, but I remember they, they had to fly. Um, which uh, is always interesting because in roller derby, you know, we are driving everywhere, and you know, unless you have to fly, yeah. you know. But uh, you know, that, and it was in Columbia, and so it made me think of it when I was driving by. It's like, oh, sure. look at there's Columbia. Yeah, yeah. You know, not not in South America, but the Columbia in South Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, uh. I know I'm a goofball. Boo. Sorry. Boom. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. We're going to get to our weeks here in a second, but we can't hit the weather. We uh, uh, The snow is catching up to us a little bit. There's oh, really yeah. not a lot. It's it's just cold. It's been like brutal cold. We went from like record highs to, to freezing, which is, you know, like I said on a Facebook post of mine, it might be time to reconsider some of our uh, climate change talks. And maybe we should consider that a little bit more seriously when it's like, it was what, like 63 yeah. in February, you know? A little bit unheard of. So. Yeah, and, and the interesting thing is is uh, we got, you know, uh, this week it's going to be back up in the 40s again. Yeah. I so, mean, you know. I don't know. It's Rochester. I get it, but I don't know. It Climate is. change is real. Let's talk about it. Yeah, it is. Another day. Another no. day. We're here to talk roller. As long as it doesn't interfere with what we're doing right now. But I mean, you <laughs> yeah. know. Eh. I mean, we're all going to burn up uh, one of these days, but as long as it doesn't get in the way of roller derby, like, <laughs> now, I'm pretty cool with it. What's that <laughs> movie where, like, the, the ice caps melted and froze up in New York City? Uh, and, uh, 2012. <laughs> the Day After Tomorrow or, yeah, or something there, like that. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was one of those ones. And I just remember it's like, man, it was like it flooded <clears> and then it froze. And it was like, yeah, that would stop us from doing the show i'm guessing you know probably yeah yeah but we we have driven in under some crazy conditions today's not one of them no it's just a little wet out there but no biggie but it was pretty bad this morning though uh, yeah Yeah. i I mean i haven't i didn't really leave my house until like two or three in the afternoon okay so i was driving this morning and it was just hard to get a grip on the road and it was like and it was only maybe two inches of snow but the weird it was like sticky stuff that Uh came down so Good snowman making snow. If you gotcha. you ever come All to right. Rochester, sure, yeah, yeah, we can build a snowman. I was gonna say, yeah, maybe we'll do that in uh, <laughs> uh, in March or something. There we, we go. That's right. We have some friends coming. Hope, yeah. I hope it's not snowing then, but it may uh, be. Cross yeah. your fingers. You know, yeah. they we're getting in early spring, according to. Uh, Poxitani, uh, Poxitani yeah. Phil. Yeah, whatever, yeah, we so. that was that was the beginning of the month, so we yeah, got a couple more like weeks of winter. Couple weeks so. ago, yeah. yeah. But uh, hey, we're here. We're gonna talk about our weeks now. Why don't you? Go ahead and start. <laughs> Because this is, I, oh, like, you know, I could talk is, about, about are, are nothing. We, have we hit episode 450 yet? We're getting there. This is, uh, I think this is 446 or 447. Okay. So we All are right. just checking. Yeah, we are, we are getting that's like a lot of shows to do. I'm that getting is, tired. That is. <laughs> I'm getting so tired. I'm tired. I'm, I'm, t- I'm tired, bud. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's talk about our weeks yeah, this week. Um, well, you know, I, I will, I'll click. Keep it brief, but last weekend we did go to the snow fest we were talking about, the yeah, winter, winter fest, fest right? in Irondequoit, yeah. and of course it was warm out and there was no yeah, snow. Was not, so There was not a drop of snow. They had to bring yeah. snow in. Yeah, they once again, they had a two-foot-high uh, snowboard hill yeah. and uh, um, and alpacas. So the yeah, alpacas are well worth alpacas, it. They are so right. cute. Yeah. Got little poofy hairstyles and everything. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. Realistically, there was like... Not a damn thing for us to do there, but that's all right. Yeah, we, we just walked got, around. I mean, because yeah, I was, was going to say we could have got like a cocoa or something like that, yeah. but yeah, there was nothing yeah. doing. It was awful. Yeah, so we are today. We are getting snow, so it would, it would, it would, they would have been yeah, happy with this weather. Weekend, yep. Yeah, it's in two years in a row now. But uh, that was the, and then um, Saturday night I went to Buffalo and I announced roller derby with. Uh, uh, I was paired up. Um, yeah. With uh, Sigourney Cleaver, I believe, and nice. uh, and. Yeah. Uh, I got to see my daughter, and That's my daughter great. came out to it, and I saw some friends I hadn't seen in a long time, like Gurek. You yeah, know, that was yeah, cool. yeah. I didn't expect that. Someone I know that lives in California suddenly right, is like texting up, right? me saying, "I see you," and it's like, "What are we on stream yeah, or something? Right. What's happening?" Huh? Yeah. So uh, yeah, so I was catching up, seeing. I saw some friends and uh, went out Good. to my, well, my daughter and yeah. and her fiance after that. So that was a lot of fun. Good. Um, Glad to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this week has been uh, this big. Uh, this week is. A week before they get to is it uh, February break they call it in the schools sure. so they get the the week off a lot of, and uh, of course us twelve month employees don't so uh, but I do get President's Day off Monday and nice. I decided to take an extra day because the last time I took any time off I had COVID. Sure. Which was no fun. Yeah, uh, not, it, not much of a, a vacation. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, what are you gonna do on vacation? I don't know. Lie on the couch and have COVID. Okay, you know, and mm-hmm. watch a lot of uh, uh, screen crush and stuff on. Like, I went. Sure. Believe me, you can get into YouTube and fall down those those rabbit yeah, holes. And it's I easy, right? Oh my gosh! Next, next thing you know, six hours later, you're still, you know, you're watching a series of things. So, but nevertheless, um, so this week, um, my big project, uh, and it was a little, bit, it was a lot of fun. Is our junior high school which is connected to the high school where my office is had a uh, 
had a talent contest and uh, and i was like executive producer pretty much i mean that's the way i saw it because i was overseeing every aspect of it at least uh in the recording music lighting side of it so and uh they had two they ran two shows today and it was uh one in the morning one in the afternoon and it was very it was very well done perfect timing everything i had to end up having to edit it down to a uh, program for the YouTube channel for our school district, which I did before I left. and that, But I was feeling like kind of, I don't know, I didn't feel like great. that's great this morning. It's like I ate something bad. I don't know what it was. But after that, I went home. And uh, I started feeling better, so it's good. You know, I already that, or I'd just be really quiet and you know, let you do everything <laughs> this week. Yeah, you know, I, I was, but uh, you know, but I'm feeling better now. And, Glad to uh, hear. Yeah, and uh, that that was uh, that was this week. Um, can't think of much of things else, but uh, you know, we got some cool stuff coming up. I know for sure that I'm Definitely. super excited about. Uh, and, uh, and that since uh, and we have two guests, so I might as well end my week there. Well, how about your week? Sure. Yeah. I, uh... My week was Oh, by there. the way, I did not have a Valentine. I'm just telling you that. Oh, so you're you're my forever Valentine <laughs> Cash. I love you, buddy. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't get you anything. That's no, okay. I right. t- you know, it's like uh, I'll uh, give you a big old hug before we <laughs> Okay. Um uh, oh, it was an all right week. Nothing terribly exciting. Um did a bunch of adulting over the weekend last Saturday. Um I did end up working. Um Silent Disco at the Montage. I don't oh, yeah. know if anybody's ever been to or seen Silent Disco. It is pretty funny because people can't hear. Um, and not only are people usually horrendous dancers, but they are also often um, you know, not great singers as well. The average person really isn't a great singer, you know what I no. mean? So not only can they not hear themselves, but they're really bad at dancing too, and it just ends up being hilarious. So they dance like Elaine from Seinfeld doing yeah. the, the like she backs sure. out of joint or yeah, something, yeah, you know? That's that's not a bad <laughs> reference for, for what Now the question going. is when they do is everybody the the people dancing together, are they listening to the same thing or <laughs> Yeah, so there's there's three different channels on the headset. You can like pick and choose what you listen to. Okay. And you can see who's listening to what because it lights up a particular color. Oh, okay, okay. Whatever channel so you can see it. So it is pretty cool. I mean, it was it was fun, it was entertaining, but man, um white people need to be stopped. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Yeesh. It is uh <laughs> it's uh it's pretty funny. So go if if you're ever bored uh, definitely just go check out uh, Silent Disco. It is hilarious. You will not be upset that you did it. I've, I, I've, the closest thing I did, and I did do something like that once, was uh, they we had headphones for a movie. And so the the movie showed, and all, the only way we could hear it was listening through the headphones. And they handed out headphones when you walked in. So it's not... No, no. I mean, it's, it's yeah. You're that aspect the is the same. same. Yeah. yeah, I guess like the headphone part is the same. That's about <laughs> it. But they, when we weren't dancing to the movie or anything, sure, so sure. it was interesting because mine kept dying, and I was just kind of like reading lips for a while, you know. Yeah, fair, <laughs> fair. Um, I don't know. More adulting on Sunday. We had a great practice. Um, our friend the Omen came to uh, to fear practice. It was awesome. Um, we have. Uh, We've asked Damien or the Omen, however you want to refer to him, to uh, fill in kind of as a uh, as a head coaching role for us. You know, he uh, has a lot of experience, and I think he can bring a lot to to the uh, what is already a really strong foundation. We have a strong team, plus we have you know uh, great members of our organization who uh, have a lot of coaching experience. So I think it would be, you know, a a really great partnership. So that was awesome to have him out. And I think it made a huge difference, you know. And for me, I I got to hop in and practice a little bit more and not have to, you know, try and run the drills and things like that. And um, he can provide feedback a little bit differently than I can, you know. And that's like the the great thing about having somebody like him is he can explain it a different way than I can. And, you know, we can, you know – say the benefits and we each have our own idea but ultimately you know um it's all like good derby and and different viewpoints on stuff so i think it'll be really great with myself and rad being captains this year um and and a really strong coaching staff and the strong team that we have so um i'm really looking forward to it um we finalized um contracts with our venue so again i want to remind you 323 here in rochester at 900 east main street come check us out 
Uh, we're going to have a day full of roller derby games, likely at one, three, and five. So make sure you come see us. It's only $10 at the door. Um, and you can, you know, pop in as you want. We'll be there all day. It's going to be a great day. Rochester area junior roller derby is going to have a couple of games going on. Um, we're going to be auctioning stuff off, I believe, too. And we're going to have, uh, you know, 50-50 raffles and things like that, as we typically do as well. So make sure you come check us out again at 900 East Main Street. So, um, yeah, we got our jerseys in order. We are going to submit our charter um, either tomorrow, uh, either Sunday or Monday, ideally, you know, so we can get it in time before our sanctioned game. We've got, you know, some sanctioning approvals already in order for the season. So we have two confirmed sanctioned games already, which is great. Um, we've already got more like scheduled and planned out, but um, we haven't quite gotten them, um, you know, contracted and, and set through MRDA yet. But there's just so much to look forward to. We have an officials clinic coming up on the 25th. So please make sure you come out to that. Um, if you're an official or you want to learn how to officiate, it's going to be awesome. Um, but yeah, it was a good yeah. week. Other than that, then uh, what? Valentine's Day. I <laughs> yeah. Reference that. Wednesday. Here. Yeah. By the way, I worked Wednesday night doing a uh, uh, induction ceremony for something. So that was about. I got to spend Valentine's with a bunch of musical people. Sure. Yeah. Fair. Um, so I'm a big fan of the movie Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Sure. Um, and they were actually showing it. They like did a surprise thing. Like surprise, we're going to show this movie on Valentine's Day. Uh, Valentine's Day is sort of a theme in the movie itself. So. Um, the first line in the movie actually has the words Valentine's Day in it. Uh, so uh, I surprised Double N with tickets for it. And we go out there and we're excited. We get our popcorn, we get our drinks, yeah. we're sitting there. They come out because it's like a, a special event. I've never seen the little more busy. Um, long story short, unfortunately, after the, the folks of the little gave their little introductions because it was, you know, again, a special event. Yeah. Um, they were having technical difficulties. Oh, no. Yeah. And uh, uh, couldn't get it to play. So um, it is playing tomorrow, and we could have chose to, to go, but we do – or I'm sorry, on Sunday – um, but it, it 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 would have made us late for practice, so we're gonna we're gonna pass on that. Um, so yeah, we did uh, not have a great Wednesday. I mean, it was fine, you know, good company, nothing, you know, it was unfortunate, but we tried. Yeah. I think you know, yeah, it was it was the thought there, and then um, yeah, from there we we kind of sat there. They were like, hey, we're working this out, so we were like an hour. We kind of sat there for like an hour while yeah. they tried to sort it out, and. Um, they just didn't. Oh, so then no. eventually we left, whatever. Um, but but that by that point, it was a little bit late into the evening, so we didn't really want to go start trying to get into anything else. Yeah. Um, but we did. Yeah, it's all right. We did end up watching the movie uh, last night at home, um, so that was nice. But, um, yeah, that's about it for me. I have a, uh, a weekend of um, different security gigs. I'm working, um, like, uh, some disco uh thing at the montage tonight it's oh, yeah. like a, a disco dance party yeah i don't know they they it's like a dj who just does like disco stuff there's there's know. some great djs you know i mean sure so you know yeah. i'm always impressed know. i'm always impressed by uh, we'll see yeah. I, I, again i have no idea what i'm getting myself into sure. but um yeah i'm doing that tonight and then john five is uh is playing in rochester tomorrow yeah he play he's plays with motley crew now say, right he's yeah like with motley crew i think he's played with like manson and rob zombie before yeah maybe even nine inch nails i don't know um yeah he's been around but this is like his solo stuff so i'm working that show tomorrow as well um but yeah, lots and lots and lots of good stuff coming up. So I'm very excited. Um, I think we're going to have a great interview. Before we take a break and get to that, I do, of course, want to uh, thank everybody for hanging out with us. We got a good group on uh, Facebook.com slash Derby Rocks. Whether you're listening uh, live locally here in Rochester on 106.3 WRFZ or you listen wherever you get your favorite podcasts, we love and appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we wouldn't really do this silly show if it wasn't for all 17 of you that actually listen. So thank you. Um, we appreciate you. We're going to uh, get to a commercial break here. We're going to come back and we are going to talk to Nightshade. 
I, oh, I'm the worst. Brick house. Yeah, brick house. Brick Thank house. you. Jeez. Brick I, house. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> marijuana wins again. Right? <laughs> yeah. Hello. Oof. We're going to get to commercial break and we're going to come back and talk to them right after this. It'll be a lot of fun. Welcome back to Derby Rock. Thank you so much for hanging out with Perfect us. Perfect song for us. Ain't no sure. rest for the wicked. Yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. We are excited. We are joined by a couple of uh, of balls, a couple of Carolina wrecking balls. We're here to talk all about Dumpster Fire 2024. We're joined by Nightshade and Brickhouse. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. We're going to hop right into it and uh, learn all about you folks. So let me uh, ask Nightshade, how did you get involved in this crazy world of roller derby? So I joined, I bought skates during the pandemic like a bunch of other people did, and I stuck with it. I was invited to join a local team that I met through a CIB Facebook group. And I just haven't looked back since I've joined. Sure. What team was that when you uh, uh, first got into roller derby? When I first started, it was a WUFTA team called the Richland County Regulators. Gotcha. Did you know what you were really getting in for when you joined? Did you have any idea what roller derby was or, or what to expect? I had a little bit of an idea, like many people I watched with it, and I fell in love with the idea of joining the sport, and honestly, I loved it way more than I ever thought I would. Awesome, awesome. Did you play any other sports growing up? I did. I did... I mean, ballet, kind of not a sport. I did ballet for a few years. I mean, I, I, it's tough. I I'm not doing a- ballet. It's, it's pretty <laughs> tough. So it's athletic too. So yeah, yeah, for sure. And then I did softball for one year and I, I was on a swim team for most of high school. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Brickhouse, how about you? How'd you get involved in roller derby? Oh, man, uh, it started about nine years ago. I had someone that I knew that was dating a roller derby girl, and they made a post about non-skating officials, but I have skated my entire life since I was five, and I made a comment about wanting to skate. Next week, I showed up as a skating official. About six months later, I found out that there was a men's derby, and yeah, it started with Collision Roller Derby right about six months in, skated with them, moved to Magic City in 2019, um, played at Champs with them, and then transferred over to the Wrecking Balls right before the pandemic. So we got to play in the dumpster fire, and then everything came down. Sure, sure, sure. So you mentioned you've been skating since you were five. Is that well, like roller skates? Have you always been on quads? Was that ice skating? What type of skating did you do? Yeah, it's all roller skating on quads. Um, from a young age, I, my after school care used to take us to the local rink that my home league that I coach, the Cape Fear Roller Derby, as well as the juniors that I founded this past year. Um, we all still skate in the rink I grew up skating in, which is kind of cool. Yeah, any other sports growing up? No, I hated most sports, actually. That's, That's the fair. Fun side of that. I tried a bunch of them, didn't like <laughs> any of them with skating rinks, so this one was a perfect fit. I actually got to call Cape Fear before they came up to uh, they came up to Rome and uh, were part of a I can't remember what tournament it yeah. was yeah yeah I, I uh, could, what Siege of CNY See, yeah maybe Siege I remember because yeah we ended up hanging out in like uh, I think it was a Denny's or something after that <laughs> everybody was there it was yeah, really that's cool great. yeah that's yeah awesome. I couldn't make that at my own tournament but yeah that was when I was coaching them the first time around and now I coach them now but they have been an awesome league to me for the past nine years for sure awesome. So you went from uh, skating official to uh, to playing uh, MRDA. Do you feel like um, starting as an official for a little while and, and doing that kind of gave you a, a different view and an advantage when it came time to being a player? Yes and no. The advantage is you do understand the rules and you can see people commit the penalties. The disadvantage is 
tends to make you think you know the rules when you're on the track and you don't have the same viewpoint. Right, right. Fair. So perks and minuses. Perks and minuses. I, sure. I feel like I can explain the rules really well, and unfortunately I know a lot of veterans that cannot, so I'll take that as a win. <laughs> sure. Uh, um, Brickhouse, why do you think uh, Derby ended up being your thing? Um, it sounds like you know you never really got into sports, but why, why start with Derby? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I would guess that just putting wheels under your feet is more fun to hit people on skates. But yeah, I, mean, I, I don't I disagree. <laughs> That's fair. People all the time, as soon as you throw wheels on your feet, it, evil, it equalizes the playing field. So I love this sport because you've got people that are 5'5", five, five, 120 pounds, taking out a 6'3", 350-pound person, sure. and then vice versa. The size and spot for everybody in the sport, and that's yeah. probably one of the biggest things loved about it plus it helped me lose like 100 pounds so yeah rock on i understand that too uh nightshade was it a little bit of a culture shock for you to get into especially um it sounds like um you've been doing it for just a couple of years now um honestly it wasn't a culture shock i i'm from the west coast and when i moved to south carolina that was a huge culture shock and when i found roller derby i was like oh my god people that, that makes sense to me <laughs> fair awesome yeah awesome <laughs> yeah. how did you how did you take to like the skills and drills in the beginning was it uh was it tough for you or was it something that kind of came a little bit easier oh man it's been it's been so tough for me and honestly that's a good thing because I have ADHD and if it's too easy for me I would have probably given up by now if sure. I had built my skills too fast yeah understandable but it's like it's a continual challenge yeah fair (laughs) what uh skating experience uh did you have before you joined derby um i used to rollerblade around a lot i always had dreams of being reggie rocket from rocket power (laughs) and i would just imagine i was her while i was skating around (laughs) And I have permanent scars on my knees because we didn't have to wear knee pads. And so mostly inline skating. And then I don't think I quad skated at all until I was an adult, actually. Fair. Same. It uh, uh, Until I started playing derby, I really never had much experience on quad skates. So I'm I'm right there with you. Oh, absolutely not. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a huge learning curve starting out like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, respect for you guys with that, because I'm telling you, as an adult, the first time I would have eaten it, it would have been over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I fell quite a bit. Plus, uh, <laughs> I had some like brutal skates, the, the like some loner skates, the first time I tried, and I blew up like the cushions. Um, so it was uh, it was a weird first practice for me, but I made it through. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Did you have? Uh, yeah. Uh, Nightshade, when you joined Derby, did you have any particular goals in mind or was it, you know, just something new to try or, or, or did you have like any uh, specific things that you wanted to accomplish? I guess I had, ju- I had just had my daughter I'm, and by just had, she was about a year old and I was feeling very disconnected with myself and who I envisioned myself to be. And so it was, very much a personal journey to reconnect with who I wanted to be. I've always looked up to people who do things like roller derby. And I was like, why can't I also do this? So, Hey, Brickhouse, uh, I have a, now's the time. I have a question. What, uh, you guys got that tournament in before the world shut down. What, how hard is it to get back to where you were once everything started going again? The team-wise or personally? Well, I, I sure. mean, it, yeah, either, both, actually, because it's yeah. like the team. I mean, you guys got right. that tournament in, and nobody. I don't think a lot of people even played that year. So, Yeah, we literally shut down like two weeks after. So, I mean, truly coming back from that, we weren't really sure if the balls were going to come back. Um, it, when we first came back, there were me and Toto and like one or two other people. That was it coming to practice, and it just kind of slowly rebuilt to where we're at now. And now I actually think the team is stronger than where we were pre-COVID. Um, all around teamwork, environment, the actual skating skill, everything. And then personally, I don't know, man, I feel like I was in the best shape of my life going into 2020. Uh, Um, And then 
I had back surgery, actually. So I ruptured a disc in my back doing nothing during the pandemic. I'm skating outside, juked around my son, ruptured a disc, had back surgery. So I was out all of 2021 when we were really coming back. I came back in November. And then in February of 22, I ripped my ACL in half. So came back nice. in November of last year to play all this year. So it's it's been an upward challenge, I would say. But I'm the only sad part of that is none of my injury stories are cool derby stories. They're all really boring. <laughs> Sounds like. Yeah. But I do feel like I'm just almost about to where I were, where I was, just probably 20 pounds heavier, so a little slower. What What did you guys think you were going to do in the year when everything shut down? I mean, was that the, like the year where you're going to make your mark and uh, and go to champs and stuff like that? I think we would have made playoffs that year for sure. I don't know if we would have made champs because obviously a lot has changed in the Derby universe throughout COVID, especially within the MRDA. Um, at that moment, I don't think we were ready for champs. I think the team we had was a great team, but we just hadn't gelled like we needed to. These last two years of COVID has just given us the time to like really build up that team environment. Speaking to like, we practice together consistently. Um, I live three hours away from the practice and I drive down there at least three weeks out of the month. Um, there and back every Sunday to go practice. I think most of our team does, and I think that is really what's made the big difference. Well, we did see you in October, and 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 you looked looked great up there in Cleveland. So yeah, yeah. you guys had a great showing at uh, NAQ. Did you guys have uh, high hopes for that tournament? Was uh, were you expecting to do as well as you did, or what was your thought um, heading into it? Um, and you both got uh, nightshade. Why don't you take a shot first? Yeah, I think. We were all surprised that we made it as far as we did. And when we found out, all of us were like, let's work out as hard as we can. Let's prepare ourselves. And going into it, our goal was we're coming in fourth place. We just want to leave at least fourth place. And so we made that goal. So that's great. <laughs> Definitely. What about you, Brickhouse? How was the, how was the yeah. feeling heading into NAQ? It was an interesting battle because obviously going into this year, when we first started our year going into Dawn, we were kind of the underdogs, like the bottom of the tournament, and then ended up beating almost every team there with the exception of Disorder. And we lost by three points in the last jam, right. which was... Yes, only yeah. three points. <laughs> yeah. But then like going forward and then seeing any, like just the qualifiers in general and getting that chance to play like a true top five team in that moment, uh, outside of disorder and beating Ray City, I think that was really what we needed because there was that piece of we had not played most of the top five. Um, but so it was a lot of correlations through rankings. So when it came out that we were above race, Carolina had never beat race prior mm -hmm. to going into that tournament. So that was my main concern is like we got the first battle is going to be race city and it's going to be a fight. And yeah. it was it was a great yeah. game. I'm glad we won. Yeah. And then from there, I'm kind of like where Nightshade was at. And um, we knew we were going to be going up against the powerhouse that was St. Louis. So I was looking forward to hopefully meddling, but I was okay leaving at fourth. I just wasn't okay losing a game, all three games at champs. Sure, that's reasonable. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are your goals coming into this season? Destroy. Uh, <laughs> as, a, as a team, we unanimously agreed we want to go to champs again, and we've tried to select what, what tournaments we go to, what teams we play to help set us up that way keep each other accountable fitness and nutrition wise right so we're we're in it for we all we're trying to make sure we all have passports ready to go <laughs> good good that's awesome good for you yeah 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 i think a big part of this is we want to continue our trajectory we had a great year last year and we obviously have new teams coming back um that will be in the rankings this year so we want to make sure that we keep our spot where we feel like we've earned uh, and we want to keep fighting for that. That's why we put a really tough tournament together. These are some really hard teams that are going to be going up against each other. So I'm excited to see what the matchups look like next weekend. Yeah, speaking of next yeah, weekend. I'm let's... excited. And I feel, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, speaking of next weekend, let's talk about it. We've got the 2024 Dumpster Fire taking place on the 24th and 25th in Columbia, South Carolina, being put on by the Carolina Wrecking Balls. Um, we've, it's going to be a great event. We have, uh, um, how many teams are going to be involved? There's five of the all-star teams and then our B team will be playing magic city's B team. Nice. Awesome. Way to get the B team involved. I love that. That's great. 
Um, so yeah, we're it, it's going to be a, a great weekend. It's the first um, sanctioned games of 2024 for the most part for MRDA, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, that's very exciting. Let's talk about it. You guys have been um, sounds like putting in a lot of work to make it happen. Um, how's everything going? Let's talk about the preparation and just about everything. What's going on? Tell us all about it. I'll start out. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead, Brick. I'm going to shout you out because Shades is our bout production. So Shades has done a really great job at building a good solid team together within our own team to really set this up. So I'd really love for Shades to speak through all their work that they have done because they really have been a crucial point to making this tournament a success. Awesome. Go ahead, Nightshade. Tell us all about yeah, it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Brick is my secondhand person for sure. When, as we're putting this together, because this is only my second competitive season and I'm like, WTF am I doing? Um, and, and he's been, he's been there every step of the way, Nice, but it's just been trying to, you know, get all the volunteers we can pay everyone that we can pay. So people are treated well within the Derby community. Right. Um, yeah, one thing I wasn't aware of was having heads of tournament. That was new to me, which makes sense. And they've thankfully taken on a lot of jobs to help make it less intensive. But it's just a lot of communicating with the venue, trying to have all of our ducks in a row, um, plan an after party, which seems, which is harder than it seems to explain to a restaurant. Can I send a hundred athletes to you, but not pay a thousand dollars? But just like little things like that, it's been daily for me, almost daily since we started the planning of it, of just putting work into it. So I really, really hope it goes as smoothly as it can. Awesome. It will, don't. Yeah, yeah. I have faith in you. Um, you're going to kill it. It's going to go great. I'm Thank looking you. forward to uh, hearing all about it. Um, let's talk about it. Do uh, uh, Brickhouse, do you have a particular matchup that you're looking forward to? Yes, absolutely. Um, so obviously coming from Magic City, and the last time I played against them was with Collision, and I think we lost by like 500 points. Sure. So um, being a very different team oh, with where gosh. I'm now, different pieces, Magic City being a different team, I'm really excited to see what they bring, especially because they haven't really been around um, since the pandemic. So I, I am really excited to see what they bring to the track, what they bring to the tournament. Um, and then I'm also excited to play Puget. I've never seen Puget play, sure. never played them, played yeah. everybody else. So that's probably the one that I'm excited about just from uh, – unfamiliar territory i love sure yeah they're they're literally traveling from like one coast to the other pretty much you know that's pretty unbelievable other side of the country it'll be very exciting to uh, be able to get uh, a game in with them that'd be great yeah absolutely it's almost played every mrda Mm -hmm. team in the u.s at this point once we've got a few more sure sure that's uh that's a good goal to have that's awesome why uh, uh uh nightshade let's start with you why put you know, um, more work into a sport that we all already, you know, pay to play, that we already all volunteer and spend a ton of time in. Why donate so much more of yourself to uh, make sure that this event goes off without a hitch? Um, We were just at practice and talking about the tournament and how we need to vote who's going to be about production, and it got quiet, and everyone looked at me, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll do it. How hard can it be? Sure. Um, But no, actually, I was like, no, I need a team. I need to make sure I have a team of solid people who are going to follow up on what they do. But also, I love this team so much, and I want to contribute in any way I can. Um, We have a small-ish team as far as filling all the roles that it takes to run a team. And there was an opening for this, and I felt I could do something with this and so um i decided to take it on brick and i actually were messaging he wanted to do marketing and social media and we were like hey let's see if we can sort of help each other out throughout the year managing both so yeah i don't regret it it is a lot of work but it's also sort of built built some self-confidence i didn't know i was capable of juggling all this while also being a single parent sure 
having yeah. a sporadic work schedule because I teach yoga. So my schedule is super sporadic, but, um, yeah, it's been a big learning process, but definitely rewarding and yeah, anything I can do to help our team keep going. Sure. Great answer. What awesome. about you, Brickhouse? One more, what was the question again? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, why give more of yourself when, you know, uh, Derby is already like fully volunteer and we usually, you know, spend a lot of money to play it? Oh, it's got to be. Wait, we're not getting paid for this? I mean, uh, maybe, you know. <laughs> Are you are you embezzling? Yeah, you know, a pat on the back or an attaboy, you know? Yeah, right, yeah. Um, that's a great question. I ask myself that question regularly. I find myself crazy. I am Same. a part of three leagues, so I'm on the board for two. I'm, I coach two, and then I have the balls. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> to be honest with you, I have no idea besides sure. the fact that I love it, my kids love it, um, yeah. and I've just seen so much confidence grow, and I want other people to enjoy it. So I know that I've done this before. I can give my expertise to help build this out. So I think that's the biggest reason I keep putting effort into the balls is I see the effort being put in at practice. So if this is where I can help more, I'm going to help as much as possible. Yeah, that's just a question I was going to ask Brickhouse. As you come in with coaching experience to the when you move to to the you know the, the uh, wrecking balls. How much does that help, like with the rest of the team? When you, you know, I mean, you have a different perspective, I think, on a lot of things going on on the track at the time. You know, do you like? Is it something that people will stop and pull you and pull you aside and say, "Let me ask you about like what we're doing and you know how we could do it better and stuff like that"? Um, I do find that people ask me that a lot, but I've also been in a leadership type role since being there. Um, fortunately though, I've got some really great captains. I am one of, I am the training director with the balls, but the coaches and captains that we do have are so great that I feel like everyone feels comfortable talking to them. They pretty have a pretty good understanding of what we need, what our strategies are. So we work really closely together to make sure that the team is really well set up and the best kind of practice structure. We're not running people ragged where people get injured, things like that. Nightshade. As someone who learns from Brick. Yeah, as someone who learns from Brick, I would say I for sure do love our training committee. I do think that he brings in certain details to the roles that are super helpful, especially for me because it's also new, new-ish to me. And so he helps a lot with that. And just having more people explain things in different ways until it finally clicks for people is always so helpful. Um, Nightshade, you had mentioned that you uh, are a yoga instructor, so uh, most of your days are spent doing yoga and instructing. Do you think that's uh, given you, you know, a little bit of help with balance and and being able to, uh, you know, do some of this derby stuff? I think that yeah, it's helped. It's helped with balance. Um, it's helped with recovery a lot after practices and bouts because I know how to treat my body after all of the hitting and um, high-intensity skating and all of that. Um, I I try to help my team get on get in a stretching routine, but yeah. they're like, meh. Right. We're yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Let me ask you uh, a question about going from – uh, you know, starting in a in a whiff at a league or, uh, and moving to an open gender team um, that has you know some big individuals on it. Was that a tough transition for you? I wouldn't say. I mean, physically, it was tough. It was a whole other level of derby, but I loved it. Like so many of us in Derby, I just crave the adrenaline. Yeah. And also as a non-binary individual, even though WUFDA does accept non-binary people, I just felt with it, how much more open gender MRDA is, I right. felt a lot more belonging with the team. Sure. Yeah. I understand that for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. And that, and that motivated me a lot. To, sure to keep building my skills. My skill level has just skyrocketed since I've joined the balls. Absolutely. We'll co-sign that. You've come so far. Awesome. <laughs> Brickhouse, do you Thank feel you. pressure playing at such a high level? No, I thrive in the face of pressure. No, I, I really do. And honestly, man, it doesn't really matter what level I'm at. 
I enjoy playing the sport. I enjoy helping other people build up. As long as everybody gets off the track at the end of the day, gets to go to work the next day without yeah. too much injury, right. I'm really happy. I really just love being around my teammates and just hitting people on skates. It's a great stress reliever after a long work week. Absolutely. Well, um, Nightshade, what do you think is next for the Wrecking Balls? And do you guys have any uh, other events coming up that you're at liberty to share? I think we have another tournament coming up. I don't know if we're allowed to announce it. Brick would know that for sure. No. Oh, well, sure. Either of you. That's fine. Okay. Well, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think they've oh. Do you have any events they that you can? Released, yeah, like, yeah. do you have any home games or anything else coming up outside of the tournament? I know our goal is no, to... No, we don't. Okay, fair. Towards the end. <laughs> we want to have a round robin, though, to get like some of the newer teams up and running, like against our B team, because we've got places like Atlanta, Collision are really close to us, uh, and their teams that they can play with in their immediate area is a little outmatched them skill level wise right now so we want to get them up and running and help them build up so our goal is to have a round robin towards the end of the year but we got to get through the rest of this first part yeah fair fair understandable cool um let me see let me see here what else i wrote down stuff in my my writing so bad that sometimes <laughs> i don't even remember like i don't remember what i wrote um that's how i am with my yoga classes <laughs> And then the lights are dark. I'm like, I can't see this. I don't know what I wrote for this. <laughs> what goals do uh, do you have for yourself going into the tournament, Nightshade? Um, I want to block really well. Uh, some of my specific goals are um, like really staying on the jammer and not pausing as much as I do because I'm still... I'm still absorbing so much that sometimes I'll pause on the track because I'm trying to take it all in and see what's going on. And so I'm hoping I do less of that and I just react more without overthinking it. So that's one of my goals as I skate this weekend. Sounds and like, then also just meet new teams and build new connections because yeah. two of the teams that are coming, I just adore some of the skaters and I'm, and I'm so excited to see them again and I can't wait to make new friends too. Awesome. Love that. Uh, what about you, Brickhouse? Anything for you? Any particular goals or anything going into the tournament? Somehow or another, I muted myself. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to get back to your game where I could go through without a single penalty. Sure. Um, I've had one in my entire... <laughs> yeah. I would like to do it again, but I'm also realistic. So with that, you know, just enjoying myself, trying not Fair. to let the small moments get to me. Awesome. Um, and just have a good time. All right, before I let both of you guys go, Cashman's got one. Just more a little for one. You. you guys, is this is this going to be uh, streamed? Yeah, where can people find information on yeah. the event? Best places to check our Facebook. We event. are. Mm -hmm. Yep, we work? are streaming. Go ahead. I was gonna, I was going to say we are working on the stream right now. We're finaling up, like finishing up the final details. So we should have that posted this week around like what that's going to look like. Best way to check it is to go to the Carolina Wrecking Balls Facebook page or the Return to Dumpster Fire 2024 event, which you can find on our Facebook page. Cool. Very cool. Perfect. Nightshade, what do you think the future of Roller Derby looks like? Oh, I'm going to dream big. I hope that someday we have people who just want to pay us to play yeah, because they be love great? watching oh, no. us play so much. <laughs> yeah, sure. And so I'm going to keep planting that seed and dreaming for that to happen. <laughs> yeah, put it out into the universe. I like it. I like it. Contracts. Yeah. 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 Sure. What about you, Brickhouse? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think the future is dim. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like we're in a really cool place where we're starting to see juniors age up and really change the landscape of Derby. You know, people like on the team for our team, T-Puff being an example of that. Yeah. Um, T-Puff's incredible. So right. I can't wait to see the upcoming juniors that we know that are coming up in the next yeah. year or two. Because then I'm going to be fighting for my own roster spot at that Sure, yeah, well. they're coming for all our jobs. Mm -hmm. Right? And then, you know, my goal yeah, is to count. so good. 
Okay, so I got to like compete against a bunch of kids. So I don't know if I'll ever make that. That's fair. That's fair. Well, hey, thank you both for coming on the show. <laughs> thank you. Thank um, you. Go check out Carolina Wrecking Balls thank on Facebook you. and social media. Uh, next week, the 24th and 25th in Columbia, South Carolina, the 2024 Dumpster Fire. It's going to be a bunch of great games, a weekend full of roller derby. Thank you both for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Thanks for having us. It was Thanks great. for having Take us. Take care, guys. Thank Talk you. Soon. Good luck. Bye. Good luck, everybody. Bye. All right. Awesome, awesome. Be why very excited. Uh, why don't we sneak in a quick commercial break? We could do that. We could uh, real quick one. Yeah, get it yeah, in. Let's and then get we'll, a we tiny quick one. We'll come back and we'll hit the news. All right. Right after this. Welcome back to Derby Rocks. We're going to get to a bit of news before we get out of here for the week. Thank you again to Nightshade and Brickhouse for hanging out with us. Awesome. Yeah, great interview. Make sure you check out Dumpster Fire 2024 um, and go search them out on social media. I'm going to get to the closest bouts. We had uh, we had uh, Paris taking on Toulouse. Uh, that was a four-point difference. We had Quads de Paris taking on Loam. That was an eight-point difference in favor of Loam. Kansas City beat Rockin' City by 25. Uh, Rocket Rockin' City beat the Crushers. Not sure who they are. Sorry. Um, by 39. Nantes beat Loam by 49. And Loam, uh, 54 points ahead of SAM. Uh, Sam. <laughs> Sam, yeah. Yeah, whatever that stands for. This weekend, we got a ton of stuff yeah, going we got on. A ton of stuff coming on. The closest predictions are going to be um, it looks like Steel City favored over Connecticut. Uh, Kalio favored over Oslo. We have SCRD taking on Peninsula. Norcoping and Dock City going against each other. Oslo and Olu. Uh, and Wiltshire and Newcastle. Wow, yeah. Some some great games going on. Also, Rocky Mountain Roller Derby celebrating their 20th anniversary of bringing the hard skating sport of women's flat track roller derby to Denver. To celebrate, the nonprofit will introduce its new home teams in a Valentine's Day-themed doubleheader featuring the Pain Deer versus the Sleigh Bells and the Sapphire Sirens versus the Amethyst Assassins. Well, boy, say that 10 times fast. Amethyst is just... The COVID-19... Certainly not. The COVID-19 pandemic hit the sport hard, so Rocky Mountain Roller Derby is also celebrating its comeback. Doors to the Roller Dome. And this game is Saturday, <laughs> February 17th. Doors to the Roller Dome at 2375 South Delaware Street. Open at 4.30. The first game's at 5.30. Tickets are $15 in advance. 18 at the door. Tomorrow, Saturday, 17th, we've got arch rival Roller Derby home opener. Are you ready? It's been a long winter. It's finally time to bring in the new Roller Derby local season. Join arch rival at Midwest Sports Hockey Center in Queenie Park for a thrilling night of Roller Derby. The evening is going to showcase their three teams wearing pink, black, and white. Tickets can be purchased at the door for $15 on the night at the game, but why wait? You can save your spot now and purchase your discounted tickets online before the game. Go check out Arch Rival on Facebook and search all their social medias uh, out. I'll squeeze in one more. The West Texas Roller Derby will host the Love You to Pizza's doubleheader event on like Saturday. That. Love You to Pizza, Saturday, February 17th at the Prima Vista Event Center. Uh, that doors will open at 5 p.m. and the first whistle will be at 5:30. Wildfire wood fired pizza. Um, getting hungry listening sure. to that. Celine stretchy stretch and retro Riley's will be open on site. The School of Rock Lubbock will perform at both halftime and the Strawberry Season will perform during the after party. Immediately following the game, tickets are available for $15 and 20 at the door. The West Texas Roller Derby said kids at 10 and under are free. Awesome, awesome. There's a couple other pieces of news. Um, we usually post them on our Facebook, so go check that out. Make sure you follow along on Facebook.com slash Derby Rocks with a CZ like the cool kids do. Yeah. We love and appreciate you. We're Derby Rocks. You're listening on 106.3 WRFZ, and we'll see you next week.